Hello, friends. Welcome back to Courageous Leadership with Virginia Pradhan. I'm so delighted to be here with you and to answer your questions or comments and to train you to be bold and courageous, to live a life of significance and success. Today, the title of my response to you is, yes, there is hope for America. Yes, we have been to a lots of lots of negative things in uh, the last few years and many many people accept the um, ideology of being victim and not victors. But in front of us we see that there is hope in America. I want to emphasize in the beginning that our hope is not in government, not any form of government. In fact, we have a government that we support. Good or bad, it's the government that we support. The government is also supported financially by us, not by voting, but by our financial taxes and other ways. There is no government that will sustain by itself. There is no government that takes care of us. That's a idea from socialists. No. We are the ones supporting the government. If you like it or not, the government that we have is the government that we support. Yes, we have free election and we can change that by our votes, by our actions, by being involved. We have good news lately to really believe and acknowledge that there is hope in America. And again, we are not putting our hope in the government. But I want to give you some examples of how God used a branch of the government to show us that he's in control and the fact that he is the resource of uh, our hope and he can use every part of the government, every person. He used a donkey to speak and change things. So he can use a branch of the government. He can use people in many, many ways. Um, and today I want to talk about the way God used and uses United States Supreme Court. We had a year ago or some a decision in Roe versus Wade that changed a lot in the United States of America and changed the way people see um, life, which I'm a Christian. I believe life starts at conception. Life is created by God, and it's directed by God, and it's created with a purpose. When the uh, United States Supreme Court decided that it was wrong 
for the right to life to be decided by the federal government, and he gave it to uh, the state. In fact, the United States Supreme Court and the Supreme Court judges said to you and to me, you receive this right back. It belongs to you. It was established by God. It's part of our Constitution. And now you have it back. Your state, in your state, you can uh, uh, have a voice and you can uh, establish if you have abortion or not. It belongs to you. The question is, are you going to act on the right that you received? Are you going to protect the life? Whatever position you have, I want to remind you that our actions are very important. And one day, we will be not in the front of the Supreme Court of the United States judge, but we will be in front of the Supreme Judge of the universe. God himself, who will keep us accountable about what we have done with the right to life, to be protected, and to be respected, because that right comes from God, who creates life, and who creates life for a purpose. So I want to mention also with the right to life, the fact that um, if you remember, those judges after they um, decided um, a year ago or something or even more, uh, this decision, I believe their act was courageous. I don't know if they uh, realized that when they decided or later on, but I hope you remember that many of the Supreme Court judges found themselves uh, with um, demonstrators, violent people in front of their houses. They couldn't go outside of the house or go to work. Some of them were threatened. They have to go in hiding. Also, uh, whoever did but bad people publish those Supreme Court uh, judges um, location, uh, the, the place where they resided, and all the other information about them, the phone number and others, which it's against the law. It's so bad, but it was done with the intention to intimidate them. Well, it looks to me that they went through a big hardship and they proved to us that they are not intimidated. No, because we have several other Supreme Court decisions where they did what was right in front of God and according to our Constitution and not according to the violent people, the people that threaten them. What that tells us, it tells us that, remember, we receive this right back. The question is, are you and I, we, going to act and protect this right? In this case, the right to life. It's so important. Many, many people 
don't have this right in their country, and they would love to have it. It's up to you and me to make sure that according to God's principles and value, we will be strong and courageous, even if that means that violent people will come to our homes or uh, will threaten us or someone else will threaten us about uh, losing the job or losing our position in society or mocking us or whatever. In God's power, we can be strong and courageous and stand up firm and continue to do what is right. Remember that before us, Daniel, David, Joseph, Paul, Peter, and many others had to be strong and courageous, to remain faithful to God, and God performed through them amazing, amazing missions and amazing uh, miracles. So God will do the same thing in your life, and I hope you are encouraged by that. Another decision that um, came from the uh, United States Supreme Court and, change, and will change a lot is the affirmative uh, action decision. Supreme Court decided that affirmative action cannot be the base of um, decided who's going to go to college and what candidate will go to college. Having skills and talents, having uh, work ethics, doing what it takes to be a student at one school or another should not depend on our color of skin or our past, but it should depend on our work ethics, our skills, what our records look like, and what they predict for the future. When you admit those who have no skill, no talent, first of all, you put them in a horrible situation because it's going to be so hard for them to, um, to work or do the work in college. And even if the teacher will lower the standard for them, when they go to work, that's going to be even harder. And even if the company will lower the standard for them, the company will suffer. And at the end, all of us will suffer. America is based on good competition, based on hardworking, doing the extra work, using your skills and talents that God put on your, your mind, your heart, and in your life for the purpose that he created you to be. And that should be, and that has been before the affirmative action was applied to college and work workspace. That was the reason why America remain number one in the world. And that is the reason applying this affirmative action in college and workplace, the reason why America is going down in so many places 
and, and they cannot compete with others. So there is hope that now every single place in college and university, every single person that will um, apply to college and university or to work will be judged by their skills, by their talents, and by what they bring and what they can um, enrich, not only the university, the starting there, but also the business that they will be in or the business that they will create. And that will create a better America for all of us. And that gives me the reason to say, yes, there is hope for America. Hope as long as we use those rights, we are, we are aware of those rights, and we use them, and we respect each other for who we are. We are God's creation. I have no um, contribution. I, I was not asked to be born white or to be born under five feet tall or to have an accent and so forth. This is the way I am. You are not asked the way you are born and the color of your skin, but you have more than that. You have skills, talent, a mission, and a purpose that you can use it to change everything around you. Start it with your life and start it with a place where you live, with your business or your, your company or the place where you work and change America for better. The third one that I want to talk about is, um, um, might be sensitive for a uh, few people, uh, but I still want to talk about because I believe that um, this decision of the Supreme Court is a decision that gives us hope. Again, give us hope and makes us um, in charge of our lives, in charge of our decisions, in charge of what we do and the consequences that will follow. And that is the student loan. Uh, the government and the president uh, plan to reduce, at least to reduce, with $20,000 for several people that um, have student loan was rejected as illegal by the Supreme Court. In another words, Supreme Court is saying you are responsible for those, those uh, student loans. When you made the decision to go to school and to take those loans, you make the decision to pay back. By paying back those loans, you are in charge of your life and not the government who will manipulate you as a puppet in, uh, in their hands. You are in charge and you will feel responsible, you will work even harder, and as you pay your student loan, your self-esteem, your, your power to overcome and conquer everything in your life will be up to the roof, and you will be able to uh, overcome every challenge in your life. 
it's not fair for someone else to pay what you you took as a student loan. I have to uh, admit that I have student loans. I, I don't speak as a person who never had student loans and doesn't care about. I understand your pain. I am a single mom and I have three kids and I supported my kids with student loans for uh, their college. I uh, took loans for my law school. So I know what having loans means. And, uh, being responsible for those loans. But paying back, it, it helps you to fly. It helps you to realize that you are able and capable. You are, uh, will teach you to make better choices, uh, will teach you to uh, know when to uh, take other loans or not, and uh, many, many other things in life. It also teaches you to respect that other people are not responsible for your choices. Making others pay for you, it's an idea, and it's, a, it's part of the ideology of the socialism. It's a way of uh, even this government tried to uh, buy votes from young people. No, it's not possible. This is America. And this is a country where you are responsible for your, your loans and everything that you have done. I came to the United States of America empty-handed. I didn't have any money. In fact, when I came here, United States government, because I came as a political refugee from Romania, socialist, communist Romania, American government pay for our tickets, myself uh, and my children's ticket here in America and for a while for um, um, our, our, our rent here. And soon as I started to um, learn English and go and work, I had to pay everything back. I am so hope, I am so grateful that the government decided to do this because it helped me to value freedom even more. It helped me to realize that nobody is responsible for me. I am responsible. And the one who is the resources for my health, for my financial situation, for my life, it's God, and he will provide for me. And that gave me the wings to fly, to learn English, to go back to law school and in three years to uh, graduate what normal people I call many times will go and do. Uh, a Jewish doctor and an LLM international. I opened my law firm. I wrote my, my book, Saving My Assassin, that was published by Tyndale House Publisher. And by the way, you can buy it at virginiaprodanbooks.com slash product slash book. And you can find more about this. I speak all over the world and I tell people how important it is for us to rely on God and not on the government. Because when you rely on government, you make the government the 
God in your life and you depend on God, on on the government and the government will make a puppet of yourself. You can read in my book. This is the making the government um, resolve your problems. It's the way uh, a sure way to bring socialists to America. Read my memoir, Saving My Assassin, and see that the same way was used in Romania and many other countries to lie to people and to uh, bring them with stuff, free, 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 free stuff into the cage of socialists and communists. Do not settle for that. Pay your loans, work hard, and you will accomplish in God's power amazing, amazing things. You will be so motivated. You will be so changed from a victim to a victor, from a person who is looking for others to bring solution to a person that will bring solution to others and will enrich not only your life, but the lives of many, many people. Yes, there is hope for America. Yes, there is hope for you and me as long as we take all these rights that were given back to us, right to life, right to be considered not by our skin, by our color, but by our work, work ethics, efforts, and skills and talents that God gave us. Respect each other and honor each other because we are God's creation. And the third one is make yourself responsible for your loans, for your debts, for whatever you have, because they will empower you. That will will encourage you to discover in you the power, the skills, the talent, the motivation, the innovation that God put in you, that that will change in God's power, not only your life, but the lives of many, many people around you. You are created to be a head, not a tail, to be a conqueror, not a victim. You are created to change things around you through the power of God so things can be better for you and for generations to come. You are here to change America back to freedom, back to respecting each other for who we are and taking responsibilities for our lives and turn our back and say, we respect you, government. We support you with our taxes, but we can you cannot control our lives. We are in control of our lives and our resources come from God, our freedom, our well-being, even our life comes from God. And with God's help, we take responsibility and responsibilities for our lives. Remember, it is up to you to keep this hope alive, exercise your rights that will empower you, will change your life. Refuse to be a victim. Be a victor. 
see the power that is already in you. See the skills and the talent. You might be the next innovator. You might be the next business person that will change America because the power that is in you, your life, your creation in God, and your responsibilities. You take responsibilities for your life. I hope that you will share with us how those three decisions of the United States Supreme Court that I consider God-giving gifts to these people back to us, giving us our rights back to us to exercise those rights individually, wherever we are, and collectively in order to see God's power and miracles in us as he will change us, our state, our city, and our country, United States of America. You are important. Your life is important. And you are here for a reason bigger than yourself. Until next time, God bless you. We'll see you later. Don't forget to send us your comments, your questions, or any kind of need you might have. Go to virginiaprodanbooks.com. You can contact us there. We'd love to train you more. God bless you. And listen, Wednesday and Saturday at 10 o'clock Central Time at podcast, Eddie Fee, Podbean, Apple Podcast, and also on YouTube. Until next time, God bless you. Bye-bye.